really don't want to record this right now. Like I couldn't actually be fucking arsed, to be honest. Um, but uh, no, I know I have to record something, so I'm just going to trick myself into believing that I want to record it. So uh, no, I don't want to ease into it after about 30 seconds. Because uh, there, there is not many things I'm good at, but there is like one good one thing I am good at is talking. Is talking like... Um, I think I'm. I think I'm good at it now. I think like you'd want to be good at it after two years of doing this crack. Um, the I was re I was reading this book, and uh, now like there's a there's a topic like deep rooted in this. Now this isn't like as I say with all these episodes. My 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 goal for any of these is not to like impress people with like how interesting I am or how funny I am because like you know I don't. Because then I think I'm just trying to force it, like, because, like, no one, like, if you look at any human being, most of the time they're not actually, nothing interesting happens in their life, or nothing, you know, nothing funny, like, nothing that funny happens in their day, like, you know, like, if you were to, if you were to ask most people to break down most of their days, you wouldn't really fucking care, because nothing actually happens, but anyway, uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't try and put on any big face, like, I kind of just talk, and then just hope someone puts it on in the background, like, like, it's kind of one of them things, like, if you're painting a picture, if you're, like, just like on your, or if you're watching telly, you might listen to it in the background, or like, it's one of them things, it's not something you'd like actively listen to, because I kind of feel like I zone out of when I'm actually talking myself, so I wouldn't, I uh, I wouldn't want anyone to hop on this and expect, um, expect something from it that it's not, like, it's not meant to be a form of entertainment, it's meant to be a form of like, uh, relaxation, it's almost like therapy, actually, one thing I wanted to do was, uh, what's it called, um, like, meditation, guided meditations, but I like, kind of like, I don't know, like something, di- I don't know, I wouldn't mind doing it, like I kind of want to do a few things like that, I, I, I don't know how, I don't know what way I'd approach it, but I'd like to do something different, like, and I'd also like to do a, like a newsletter or something, now I, I don't think, I mightn't do a newsletter, because I mightn't, I don't think it suits my, how should I put, I don't know, I don't, maybe it doesn't suit, I don't know, maybe it's just, I don't want to kind of do it just because I know a few people are doing it, and like you're kind of jumping on a bandwagon, Um, and as well as that, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't do a band. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't do a newsletter unless I had something to write about every week, and uh, like I would love to do it because I love like I love writing and I love um, I love creative stuff. Like I really love creative stuff, and um, we've di- we we dipped out a bit now in the last week or two because, um, the whole thing like we're getting fifty like with a hundred episodes like we're on forty three. This will be forty four when this goes out, but um, like. It's it's like it's it's weird because like you, you, I went on like holidays like and I'm not like here to give a big life story, but uh, I went away for like two weeks and uh, I fair enough I got a few because I had a few things like backlogged like a few like guest episodes and a few like little ones I did on my own and I had them backlogged so that was fine, and then it just got to this week then and I was meant to record a yoke and I couldn't a I couldn't really think of something to talk about on my own and like at least if it's a guest you're kind of under pressure you have to do like, you've no choice no matter how like demotivated you are you have to do it because like obviously the guest is on the other side of the call and like you can't just cancel. Uh, well, I suppose you can, but, you know, you don't want to cancel, like, you don't want to be a dick, like, um, but when it's a solo episode, you're kind of, like, you, you kind of try to demotivate, you try to motivate yourself for it, and, um, so, yeah, I don't know, that was, that was part of it, but, like, that's, because we've gone the longest spell in about four months without releasing any episodes, and uh, I, like, I don't take it overly seriously, I just, like, I just would like to put out things, and, um, and as well as that, like, I think anyone who, who records stuff, I think anyone does anything, like, you don't want to put out shite either, like, I would rather, like, I would rather something put out was actually decent, like, like, people might think that I'm just talking into this, but I am actively thinking about, like, how, uh, like, am I, is, am I making this interesting, or, like, is this, I don't want this to be completely dead in the water either, like, I don't, don't think that I just go out with the, the idea of, like, 
I'll just start rambling on for 20 minutes and sure we'll see what happens and I'll just throw it up like sometimes I do when I'm really tired but like I'm like I'm tired now but I just really want to I kind of have to force it because I'm already kind of enjoying this a bit like I'm 30 seconds in I, fe- I feel like I'm 30 seconds in but it's actually four and a half minutes in so like I could if I really wanted to talk I probably could talk for like two hours on my own like Tio Von does the the two hour solo episodes and they actually they actually are good now he does ramble a bit but that's the thing. If if you got good enough topics, like that's the problem. Like I, maybe some of the topics I do are good, but I liked all the psychological ones. Like I was reading a book about psychopaths. Now I'm not gonna go into psychopaths because I want to do an episode on that. I actually do want to do an episode like I just purely on psychopaths. Um, but like as I say, like I'm so upset. Like do you know what one job I'd love to be is a therapist because I'm so obsessed with like actually. Well, this isn't really the brain, but like I um. I just love, like, talking to people and, like, understanding why they did a certain thing or, like, trying to, like, piece together things. Like, because I feel like everything has some root cause or everything has a knock-on effect. It's so interesting, like, it's, like, it's just, it's, like, obviously you can't, you can't say that everything is, like, a pattern, like, someone's behaviour, but it's interesting, like, everything someone does can technically, you can see some sort of root cause. And it's obviously never that simple. It's not, it's not always clear-cut, like, you know, um you know, it's not like, you know, they killed their dad because their dad tried to kill them first or something. Like, it's it's never clear. It's never a clear-cut thing like that. But it is interesting that there, you do find, like, root cause. Like, I've read a lot of psychology articles and books and stuff. Not many books, but just one or two books. And uh, I'm actually, like, genuinely fascinated with it. So, like, I wouldn't mind being a psychologist. But I, I don't know. I don't think I... Now, look, I think that'd just be... I think I'd like to be a part-time psychologist. I don't think I'd like it as a full-time job. But I would like to be a therapist. And that, that's one job that came into my mind. Uh, that would be a good job. I would actually like that. Because um, I, I don't think... Because I, I think I would be quite, like, non-judgmental. Like, I, I, like, I don't as many... Now, maybe maybe I do come across as judgmental. I, I, I don't know how people view me. I don't really... I don't really know. But um, maybe... I, I would like to think that I come across as, like, very, like, unthreat- like non-threatening and, like, you know, easy going. So, like, it, obviously, that's what you want in the therapy. You don't need a... I couldn't imagine now, like... Not that I'd ever be going to therapy, like, anytime soon... But um, you know, if I was to have a therapist, I wouldn't fancy going in and him, him or her being a real, a real serious kind of a standoffish person. Because then straight away you're probably gonna like pack in half the stuff you were gonna say or whatever. Because it's a very weird. I was talking to this when I actually had a therapist on this, and uh, I said like it must be a very weird like concept to have to sit down with a lad, and you're um you're unboxing everything like you all your like feelings like you know like most people won't talk to their fucking partner about like how to feel or oh why are you why are you angry or why you know all this crack most people won't say it like because like especially irish people as well because they they don't want to be seen to be like um i don't think i don't think it's a weakness thing i just think they don't want to be seen to be fucking complaining and being oh this is you know oh, I'm, my life is terrible and, I, and in fairness like they don't i understand you know and everyone everyone now would be like oh it's it's okay not to be okay and they'll throw all the buzzwords at you um which is grand as well in fairness but like um yeah there is there is a bit of a strain of that in some people which like to be honest i think people learn to live in their own way as well like you can't this crack of like forcing people to be more open like you can force you can try and get people to be honest but like in the reality of the whole thing some people have just been like bet into a fucking system or bet into like a certain way of life where like they just don't they don't express themselves, they don't talk about, they don't open up about stuff, and it's like, do you know what, like, let them off, like, they probably are, now, maybe they they do get a bit, things do clog them up a bit sometimes, but, like, in the end of the day, like, you can't force someone, 
like in the end of the day, like you couldn't force like I'm gonna say like a fifty year old farmer because that is definitely the stereotype. You couldn't force a fifty year old farmer into lying on a couch and talk about his feelings for an hour, because like, you know, I think everyone can relate to the stereotype of a fifty year old farmer. They're not the most fucking open. Um, they're not the most open. Uh, ster er, what's the word? Fenot or. They're not the most open, like, subset of people. Like, you know, just, just because I have worked alongside them for a good few years, I think I'm, you know, some way entitled to talk about it. Like, they're not the most open group of people, and they do tend to, you know, that's gay, or something like that. Like, they're not all homo- they're not homophobic. Like, they just mean it in a funny way. Like, so it is, I, I think, that them jokes are funny as well, I think. But, yeah, as, well, as I say, you couldn't, you, there's no way forcing a 50-year-old farmer into get therapy because they're not going to get anything from it. They will actually just feel, like... When you're going to the therapy, I should imagine the the feeling of it should be relaxation or like not relaxation, but like that you're kind of releasing some form of stress or some form of like childhood trauma or releasing something like you should release something. But like I'd say the farmers are just like, Jesus, get me back to the yard. Like I need, you know, I need to dose you cattle or something like they probably would genuinely think like that. So if that's the case, you probably shouldn't go to therapy. And I don't think I'd ever really go, to be honest, I, I, I maybe maybe I would go like I wouldn't. I think when people say, oh, would you go to therapy? I think what they're trying to see is like, like how, how, um, how fucking depressed are you? Like, but like, in fairness, you could go to therapy, you could go to a, you could go to a therapist and just be there to, you know, if you're stressed about something or just to kind of like make, get them to help you understand something. So I think people maybe connect, like connect the dots of like therapy to being like, you're insanely depressed and you're, you want to jump off the bridge. Like, so I don't think that's always, obviously that's, it's obviously not always the case, but I just think that's kind of a perception sometimes. And I don't want to say it's perception in the country, because I think like people do say straight away, oh, the country is backwards and it's behind the town and all this kind of shite. So I think that's a lot of bollocks, in fairness. Um, and I think I think the townies could learn a lot from the buggers, I think, sometimes, because I think um, sometimes they can be a bit... Do you know what? Actually, a, a lot of things, and I could, I could do a full... I could do a full 24-hour episode on this. Townies could learn to be a bit more friendly. They could learn to be a bit more open and like talkative to random people that they've never met in their life. And they could learn, I don't know, they could learn a lot. Like, to be honest, when you live in a town, like your brain is going to be wired differently. So like you live in the bog, no one lives, like people do live there, but like not many people live there. Not as many as the town, obviously. So you live there. Anyone you see on the road, you're going to, like unless you're a prick, you're probably going to say hello to you. You're not going to have a full-blown conversation, but you might. Like if it's an owl one, you probably will. And then you're going to talk to them, that's fine. But if you're in the town, you see so many lads every day, in fairness, you're not going to be talking to every one of them because you just wouldn't have time, you wouldn't get out and done that day. So, but that that's, they wire their brains differently. So if they were in the country, they'd see someone on the road and they wouldn't say anything. Now, not to, not to say the bogger would go away. No, they probably would be like down on Collins Street shaking hands with lads. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they could learn a lot from us. I think they could learn, no, I think they could learn to be more innocent. And like, now... I think you can't put all the people from the country. There is, I think there's two types of people from the country. There's the real innocent old kind of country lad who wouldn't hurt a fly and is a real, is like very romantic and like, not not romantic, no, but okay, not, we'll, we'll add that in as like a kind of 50-50 one. Like can some, you know, like real, real nice to women and like real charmer and all and just very kind of innocent and wouldn't hurt a fly and just real fucking quiet, not quiet, but like real, wouldn't hurt a fly basically. Then there's the other lad who's like, probably either a boy racer a farmer or a really fucking rude guy head or something. And then, you know, 
that's all I'll say about that one. So they're the only two real types of boggers there is. And then there's probably the third one who, like, isn't really a bogger. Like, they just live in the country or their parents are from, like, fucking Santry or something. And they just, like, don't really fit in there and they're a bit gothic or a bit emo and they kind of just, they stand out a lot. And they don't really, they're not really from the country. Like, if you were to see them in a college, you'd be like, nah, they're not really a bogger. Like, because I feel like difference between culture and bogger, like, a bogger is someone who lives in the country and sounds like, like, I don't have a very strong country accent. I just have a, no, I've slightly noticeable. It used to be a lot stronger. Like, if you go back to the early episodes of this, I, I was, it sounded like I was eating fucking turf in the middle of the episodes. But, um, but, yeah, and then, but then, yeah, there is people then you see that, like, people who live, technically live in the country. So you'd call them culties because they do technically live in the country, but they're not. Then it wouldn't be boggers, like. But I don't think you have to be. I had this debate with a lad who was actually from the bog. You don't have to be from the bog to be a bogger. Like, I think bogger is just someone who actually sounds like they're from the country, acts like they're from the country, and... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it means to be from... I don't know. Maybe maybe I overemphasize it a bit. Because I remember we had that Townie V bogger thing ages ago, back in, like, the season one of it. And it was like, we got, like, a bogger on, and we got a Townie on, and uh, basically we were, like, asking them questions. It was like it was like a quiz show. And at the end, we were asking, like... We'd ask, like, the bogger, like... No, we didn't ask him, like, who was Tupac. We asked him some sort of, like, a... what Like, we... I I so I could have said a lyric from a Fifty Cent song or something, and then I said to your and then I said to the townie like, it was definitely some hit the diff reference. It was definitely that was definitely in there somewhere, um, and there was other shit like that. But like that was funny. Like that was that was so funny because I loved I loved to like divide it as much as possible. Like just to just to make it look like boggers and townies were like a different, a different country. Like and then you have and then you have the city kids, which kind of scare me altogether because they can either be really really nice. Or, like, really vibrant and real hipster and real fucking really nice people. Or they could just be, like, you know, they're just not like that. I don't know. Like, it's very, it's probably a bit unfair to put people into two categories. Because, like, you know, there is, it's like, it's like that behavioural book I was looking at a few weeks ago, Surrounded by Idiots. Now, I've already started it now. I'm sorry, not a few weeks, a few days ago. But it's like, it throws people into, like, four different behavioural conversational categories. Is I can't remember the exact term. But it throws them into them categories. Now, and, like, lads probably do argue, like, criticise the book, say, like, you can't put humans into four different categories, like, you know, they are, like, you're going to say, you're going to make four categories, and one of them doesn't associate, like, I don't think a psychopath could look at that book and say, yeah, that one's me, because a lot of them, like, had fairly neutral ones in it, like, you know, if you're a psychopath, if you're a, you know, if you're something extreme, like, they, they probably, they probably account for, like, the mainstream people who are, like, you know, fairly normal aren't cracked in the head and are kind of, you know, like they're fairly mainstream level of society. Like they have their nine to five and they're not completely out. They're not incels or they're not, they're not anything mad. Like they kind of would, you know, they're not married to a horse or anything. Like they're kind of like in the mainstream level of society. So that, that probably, maybe that's what it is, but I don't know. You definitely can't. There was like the four different colors of like, and like red was like alpha males and shit like that. And like, there was so in fairness, it, it does make a lot of sense, but yeah, just, you probably can't throw it into four. Cause like, they said that, like, everyone has at least two of them, two of them, like, you, so no one is really one, like, say, red is, like, kind of, like, kind of alpha male stuff, and, like, very, you know, business hungry, and that, like, that kind of thing, like, you know, and then the other ones are kind of, I can't remember the fucking difference, they kind of got mashed up a bit, but, like, everyone says that you have, like, you kind of present with at least two of them colours, and then 80% of people, I think, display two of them colours, like, two of the, I was going to say symptoms, like, but, um, 
like two of the colors and then and then the other like 20 percent like or the other three and then some people like very rarely are like just one of them so like there probably is like the likes of the real alpha males probably like you know the lads who there was like 20 descriptions i'm trying to think what it actually was but like you know yourself like everyone knows one alpha male and uh they are dickheads like jesus like and uh, the funny the funny thing about them is this is why the psychology side of it i feel like i would love to i would love to re- get really really deep into psychology and understand what is wrong with them and like why now maybe some people just want to be successful and they just feel like they have this thing where they have to push other people around and they have to be like no no i'm the top dog and people do like that it like it, it to be fair it does help people like whatever way you want to think it maybe it helps you a bit better so I'm not going to like stand in the way of someone like because in fairness I would rather as bad as I hate as ma- as much as I don't like them like I don't like that whole thing of like you know stick your chest out and push people around and be the alpha and fucking whatever um, it, I'd much prefer that to like a big fat doll merchant sitting on the couch and like just not making anything of his life. Like, at least the alpha male is going after something. Like, they go to the gym. Yeah, they might scream when they drop the fucking... Or when they lift the deadlift. Or they might roar. They might they might just do stupid shit. Like, or they might throw the weights on the ground. Or they might be rude to you. Or they might, like, shoulder off you or something. Or not move out of the way when you're in a fucking... Something like that. But at least, like... Now then people could make the argument. What if the doll merchant is a really nice person and a really kind person? But, like, instead... Like, they are taking your tax money. So, like... Once you, if you pay tax, I can't imagine, like, you know, the alpha male isn't going to take your tax. He might fucking rob something off you, but he's not going to take your tax. I mean, see, he's not going to take your, he's not going to take your money. Yeah, sorry, you pay tax to him. Anyway, but yeah, he's, um, it's a different, it's an interesting, I, I prefer the alpha male all day, to be honest. Fucking doll merchants. Um, but the actual topic was, yeah, I've, I've completely forgot. I talked seven, 18 minutes and I haven't actually introduced topic. I'm actually, will I introduce it the next day? Because maybe... It is actually not a bad topic. I'm just trying to, just, just give me 20 seconds. I'm just trying to think we'll actually introduce it today. Um, yeah, fuck it, I will. Fuck it, we got this far. And I, I couldn't talk for 18 minutes without actually introducing the topic because I kind of hinted at it and then I started talking about psychology and I just started rambling. The topic was, it was like, what if you were like the only person left on earth? But everything else was the exact same. Like, let's say, like, somehow, like, McDonald's was, like, just machine, machine-orientated. Or, like, everyone was machine-oriented. Like, you just, like, nothing else, cha- nothing changes. Like, everything still works the exact same way, but there's no humans on Earth. Um, What would you do? Would you do, so, A, would you do anything differently? And, B, how would you feel? I, I don't think many people would feel good about it. And as well as that, actually, just one thing to add in, you do have to pay for stuff. Like, you can't just go into McDonald's and, like, rob stuff. Like, like let's just say, like, the the, um, the tills, like, no, yeah, and, like, the you can't rob anything, basically. There's some mechanism that doesn't let you out of the shop until you pay or something. You have to tap at the door so you can't get out. That is a smart idea. Um, so something like that. So the first, the first, obviously, part of it, what would you do differently? Because there, there is the thing I was reading... Uh, and I know what I was coming back to when I'm reading articles, but that this is kind of where I get most of my like ideas from, most infra- inspiration, inspiration. Um, so like, like people, whether whether they realize it or not, like they subconsciously are like, um, what's the word? They're influenced by what someone else does, or like seeing someone else, or like, like let's say for example, like, um, 
someone you like comes into a sh- comes into a. Hmm, let me think. Yeah, okay, right. Let's say someone you fancy is like walking along the street, and you're walking, you're walking near them. Most people like they get a bit like either nervous or excited, depending on what the fuck your relationship is with them, or like if you've whatever the background to it is, you're gonna get nervous or excited or whatever, and like the rest of your day or what like the actions you know you you could be you could base like that could like and if you interact with them whatever happens in that few minutes if you that interaction you have with them or if you just walk by each other it's a bit awkward like that could dictate half your day so maybe that would be removed then if you didn't and as well as that like you might change your behavior for this person so like or like with if it goes down for anyone like how like how much stuff would you do differently if there was no human on earth, like you, like a think of all the the social constructs, you wouldn't prob, not that you wouldn't wear clothes, but like you wouldn't have to wear clothes. Like you know, obviously, the reason obviously no one goes around bollock naked now is because like you know no one wants, you know no one wants that to be seen and no one wants to be looking at it either. Like I think it's a mutual thing. I don't think anyone is like, geez, I wish I wish everyone just went around in the nip all the time. It'd be great. I don't think anyone really wants that. Like, I know the French are into it, but that's one thing. That's the social construct. So social, maybe social constructs happen because social constructs are based or are influenced by humans' expectation of one another. So obviously you expect someone to go out fully clothed and not with their mickey out. So that's obviously fair enough. Like, I couldn't... That's a fairly basic requirement of a human being. Um... So yeah, like all the stuff that would be removed, like so social constructs would kind of disappear if you were the only human left on earth because there is no social circle. It's just you, like. Because that'd be fair depressing. It'd be, yeah, I think it would be depressing. Yeah, I don't think there's any other way to spin it. I think people would say, oh yeah, it'd be grand, I have peace and quiet, but like, yeah, but like that would get miserable after a while. Man, like, how do you feel when like you sit at home all day? <laughs> like once a week or something. Let's say you have a day off work and you're really like, or let's say you like take a few days you're in a rut or something and you stay at home and you just don't want to talk to anybody like when you stay at home then like it just rewires your brain to not wanting to talk to anybody and that gets very depressing as well because you're like oh not you because we are made to talk to people like you were made to we're social social animals like so social creatures so like in the end of the day if you're if you're not if you're deprived the right to talk to so because i was looking at a thing actually think it was in the fuck i don't know how long it was ago but it was in harvard they did a study on five people about happiness and now i don't know what what they did or i don't they didn't say what test they did they just talked about it and then they just were like the five results so it could be bollocks but the five results were actually quite interesting and a lot of them are self-explanatory first one is the relationships you build so that's obviously 100% like first thing is humans so that was the first thing automatically that comes in is the relationship with other humans you know relationship like your friends family the quality of your relationship that was the buzzword the quality of your relationships so you know the way people always bang on about you don't need someone to make you happy or you can be you know you have to be your own source of your own happiness but I don't know can you actually like could you actually be could you actually just be happy living the only human being on earth could you actually be happy living on earth on your own no one's around no fucking noise just like an empty mcdonald's you go in and you buy your fucking 
you go through the drive through where we or like you go to the Tesco, completely empty, but the shop's fully stocked. You go up, you buy your stuff at the till, you go home. So even though we don't talk to people, maybe it's just like a kind of form of like it's it's kinda of like um people are a bit like buildings sometimes. Like do you know the way you walk into town and like you look at ninety percent of the buildings and you'll never be in ninety nine percent of them in your life. Well, ninety percent of them. You'll never be in ninety percent of them in your life. But if they weren't there, you'd be like, What the fuck? Like like that's like humans. Like you walk by like loads of people in the street. And but it makes you feel comfortable that they're there almost. Like, you know, if you if you didn't see them, you'd be like, Oh, what the f oh, this is a bit weird. Like, why is there not people around? So you kind of feel safe, like. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, that that's a very interesting debate. Like the I feel like this is becoming a psychology podcast, but it, it is interesting though because people that is a huge debate. Like people are always saying, like, um, like let's say when you see one of these lads on Instagram or something, and or some anyone, not just lads, and like you know they've broken up with their boyfriend or girlfriend, and they kind of they start to who was it, and they all kind of start preaching about you have to be the source of your own happiness, you have to be your own best friend and stuff like that. Which is grand, like, that kind of makes sense in a way, but could you, I don't think you could sustain that on your own, like, you do, like, that's that's probably the exact thing that psychologists would maybe go against, maybe I'm wrong, but the theory they would go against, like, you need other people to make you happy, because maybe they would, or a therapist maybe would go, I'm not sure, I, I don't think, I don't think they, everyone has, like, set opinions on it, but I think some people would go against that idea of thinking, you need other people to help make you happy. Like you can probably, you can probably fund half your happiness on your own. Do you know, like with regards to like, you know, uh, the other. I might as well just go back to the study I was just talking about with Harvard. Um, because I just finished one point in. Um, but it was the other four pillars were so. The first one was obviously human relationships. Second one was emotional health. Third one was physical health fourth one bollocks i can't think of it fifth one was gratitude fourth one please fucking remember i don't remember that's well that's fucking brilliant anyway the fourth one is probably something similar but yeah the gratitude was there's a sorry um See, so yeah, it's very interesting, and, and as well as that, like it's not they're not scientific fucking um, experiments. Like you can't say, oh, obviously, if someone breaks up with you, or like if you, if a friend group breaks down, or if you don't talk to someone anymore, obviously you're going to feel a bit shy about it. Like, obviously, because like you get a, a a kick of dopamine when you talk to someone you really like, you know, or someone you have you fancy, or like, or even if it's like one of your mates and it's a bit of crack or something, like you get a dopamine kick off that. And maybe all of it is, is like, that you're looking forward to something. Because, like, we know, when you're looking forward... Like, let's say, like, do you ever... um, Like, let's say you're really looking forward to a match. Do you know, like, the worst feeling? If you're looking forward to something, and then it gets called off. And you, you really... You genuinely thought it was going to be on. And you genuinely thought it was going to be the best thing ever. And then it gets called off, or, like, something... Do you know, like, if you have a fucking day planned, if you had a night out planned or if you're playing a match or something and it gets called off or you train and it gets called off because no one went or no one could go to it or the fucking weather was bad. Like, you were looking forward to it all day so it was almost kind of like keeping you going through the day. That, that's why I kind of... Uh, 
that's why I kind of think lads fall down with women sometimes. It's like, that's, and I think, well, women with lads, well, I, I'm obviously not a woman, so I can't really speak from their point of view. But like, maybe that lads get like attached really, some lads, like, might they might get attached easily, right? And then, before they know it, like, they'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to meet this girl at five or six this evening. And all, all they think about for the whole day is that. And then it's like they didn't think about anything else. So they didn't, obviously they were in a good mood all day because they were thinking about something good that was going to happen. But if that wasn't there, what would you think about? So I often think about it that way. Like like if you were on your own for that whole day and that day wasn't organised and, you know, like what do you actually look forward to? Because that, like your brain starts to drift then. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking about psychology for a second because I think I'm just boring myself out. I think I can go a bit too psychology heavy sometimes. But yeah, if you're the only person on earth, like, it probably would be good crack for a day. It's it's kind of like, it's kind of like living in Tenerife. Like, living in Tenerife would be grand for a week, but like, it wouldn't, like, the shine would kind of go off. Because like, the great thing about being abroad is like, usually it's like a switch off time. Like, you kind of just go abroad and you can like drink and you can kind of do it. And no one knows who you are either. Like, you, within reason, like, obviously you can't like, you know, commit any crimes. Like, well, not many crimes. You can't, you can't go out and commit any crimes, but you can go over and you can just be a bit, you can kind of be a bit more loose in yourself because, like, no one knows who you are. It's not the local or that. No one's going to get a picture you put on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, it's just... Oh, wait, I was fucking yawning when I'm doing these. It is one in the morning first. But, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, I wouldn't fancy being the last person left on Earth. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I might, I might leave it there to me. That's all I could think about. So yeah, that's 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 probably the longest solo I've ever done. No, I, I do them around thirty minutes sometimes. I'll have to start make them up around thirty minutes. I'm gonna change the actual format. I'm not gonna change it yet, cause but for the sixth season of it, I will change it. That should start on around August first if we ever get the fucking fifth season done. So I don't know. I, I I as I always say, one great bit of advice I always have is. Just let it be. Like, you know, if, if something goes wrong, which which things often will go wrong, like, I've... You'll never have a life where... Or you never have a day or a week or a month where, like, things don't really go wrong. And uh, it's obviously not nice. You don't want things to go wrong. You don't want... You know, you don't want stuff going wrong. Obviously, it's not a nice feeling. But, like, I think when you kind of just sit back and, like, when you control... You know, control the controllables and, like, you know, let it be and just be like, ah, fuck it. Like, there's nothing I can actually do about it. And how bad is this actually going to affect something in three months' time? Like, you know, things I worry about, some like trivial stuff, like even like, um, oh, what if I got too many penalty points and I got I got my car taken off me? And obviously, I do stress about it, and that's kind of it. Almost sets off a fucking alarm bell in my head as I said it there. But I'm like, is your life going to be any worse? Like, is so what? You're gonna you're worried you can't won't be able to pick up one of your friends or something or pick up someone you know, like you won't be able to drive to a certain place but are you going to rely on that are you going to rely on that much like do you do you think that if you didn't have the car your these people wouldn't like you or whatever and it's all this kind of shit it's all psychological so i think the more you get into the bit of the psychology shit you kind of start to wire your rewire your brain in a better way so um yeah you kind of just have to i won't say calm down because it's very hard to calm down when you're a tough fucking when you're kind of having a fucking panic out or something but uh yeah i would uh i would urge anyone to uh 
if there was one thing I'm trying to think. No, actually, no, no, no. I was gonna recommend something to read, but I was gonna say the only thing you should read. But that's that's fucking dumb. You should read loads of shit. Um, just read read something. I I used to hate reading, but uh, just if you read stuff you actually like, it's I know everyone says that. Like everyone like authors be like, oh yeah, I used to hate reading, and then I got into this, and then now I'm an author, and now I make loads of money. But if if you actually start reading something you like, like all you have to literally think of is what do I really really like doing. Or really like talking about it. And then you're like, well, all you have to do is read about it then. Because it translates. Because you're still, it's the same content. Like, what do you, what stuff do you watch on Instagram and stuff, so. Yeah, it's all progress. Anyway, I'm going to leave this off because I've got a fucking bed. Right, uh, thanks very much for listening. And um, yeah, we're five episodes away from season six. It hasn't been great. I don't think, don't think the episodes have been up to scratch a lot of the time. I think the guests have been good. But some of the solo ones haven't been good enough, so obviously we'll want to rectify that fairly soon. Because I don't think it's, it's not really, I think we've dropped the standard of where they used to be. Like a few of them were good. The You Could Be Better one was good, I enjoyed that one. And there's some of them I did think were like as honest as I've ever been. And like, or some of them were like just really kind of like nice and laid back. And I was, I'd actually listen to myself. So, but yeah, I want to get back to that because I do, I don't want to leave any stone unturned and be like, ah, look back in six months be like yeah that was shite you could have done something better like but anyway look enough of the inspiration of shite uh good luck and uh happy weekend